You are listening to episode 21 of the On The Wrong Lead podcast. Follow us on Twitter at at wrong underscore lead, youtube.com slash on the wrong lead, and visit our website at on the wrong lead.com. Help support us by signing up for AM Wager and earn 10% back up to $500 on all exotic and win bets made in your first 30 days. Use our link in the podcast notes. You can also support us by buying a t-shirt or other merch at on the wrong lead.com. Shout out to Keep Pounding. So last week, Chase, uh, I know uh, you were you were unavailable. Uh, you were you were getting your uh, your procedure done, I believe, last week, uh, or you're preparing for it. Whatever, you know. I, I know you were in and out a little bit, um, and uh, so I was gonna I was gonna do a solo pod last week actually, uh, and talk some Arlington, um, and uh, I just I just never got around to it. I was uh, you know I got caught up with some other uh, stuff here at the house and with work. And uh, now I'm kind of confused because I don't know if I'm glad I didn't do it or if I'm sad I didn't do it now, seeing as uh, the news broke out that uh, sounds like uh, Churchill's going to try and sell the land that Arlington's on. They're not trying to sell Arlington. They're trying to sell the land that Arlington's on. I believe the quote is um, there is going to be there's going to be a future for the land at Arlington. So uh, I, I highly doubt that um, Churchill's going to try and sell the track, but instead sell the land to developers. So um, it's such fertile black, all weather soil. I can see that, you know, going for, going for a, a penny in the Midwest, you know, that, that fertile farming land in the Chicago land area. Yeah, I mean, if you've never been to Arlington, uh, Arlington's actually in a uh, suburb of Chicago, Arlington Heights. That's a middle, it's it's a solid middle to upper middle class area. Um, it's nice. It's a nice area. It's not like, a, and if you're not from Chicago, I guess this doesn't going to help. This isn't going to help anyways, but like a Hinsdale or Burr Ridge, which is like a, you know, really like ritzy and like, you know expensive suburb but but it's a, it's a very nice area you know i i want to say that the median the median house houses out there are probably like three hundred thousand or so so it's it's fairly well off um but it's like not um it's not like i guess rich rich levels but still it, it's a nice area um so they'll probably fetch a decent amount for it um but uh yeah it was just uh it was just sad um you know, so you think this is it for Arlington that there's going to be <laughs> there's there's no more Ravelli and Valdivia just running rough shot. There's no more Bet Mitch to get rich. There's there's well, there's he, no more Chad Brown showing up on Arlington Millions Day to to just win every race. So funny you say that. One of the uh, one of the things that one of the uh, beat writers had uh, written was something like, well. Unfortunately, Chad Brown has taken more out of the purse account in the past four years than any of the local horsemen, uh, meaning that uh, the uh, the Arlington Million and all those stakes races, um, you know, pay out so much and the uh, everyday purses are so small, uh, which has been kind of a point of contention. Um, you know, Churchill has been really, uh, you know, really always wanted to run million and all those stakes races and they've been lowering like everyday pools uh or not pools what's the purse accounts everyday purse they've been lowering it more and more and more um and 
and you know the local horsemen are like just stop running the million or stop running the secretariat or hey like stop running some of these stakes and put it send it back to us and you know churchill's like mm, no um and on top of it and i found this out this year because i started to notice just how many turf races they were carding i mean we're talking eight you know they were running eight race cards and they're they're carding five turf races well it turns out the reason they don't run on the turf is because they want to keep it pristine for arlington million day so literally anytime the, the if the turf even like looks wet if there's too much morning dew they're like nope we're off the turf today you know and they're i mean they're worse than like uh uh what's the uh track and uh mountaineer you know, Mountaineer's always off the turf. Dude, Arlington used to be off the turf. You know, I mean, we'd get a quarter inch of rain that'd be off the turf. So, um, oh, I remember last year, the for the first two or three months of Arlington, it felt like every single turf race was pulled off. The they turf. actually didn't, they actually didn't run on firm turf, I don't think, until like million preview day or something. So it was, it was nuts. But, um, but anyways, um, yeah, that it sucks. Um, you know, I've only been following horse racing for probably about two years now. Um, but I mean, the, the first chance I was able to go to Arlington, um, after that first Derby, I mean, I was just like, holy cow, like this place is freaking awesome. How have I never been here before? And, uh, you know, I would go a couple times a year and then finally, you know, this year we were going to have summer hours at work. And so I was like, you know, I could probably, I could probably leave at like 2 PM every friday from work be at arlington by three for first post for a party at the park on fridays and uh, obviously covid happened and um you know now even uh, the uh, ceo of uh, churchill comes out and said um yes we have an agreement with the um with the horsemen for next year um if we wish to honor it which is just like the fucking like like dickish like most dickish way to put it like eh we probably aren't going to run next year like fuck them so uh yeah it was it was really uh it was really kind of tough to see that um if you if you're part of horse racing twitter you've seen um you know some people posting some of their memories from Arlington and you know we still have like I think we still have like three weeks of the meet i think they're running a 30-day meet so i think there's like three or four more day, weeks left but now yeah, did, tough, man. wasn't there a massive fire at arlington some years back so like they're they're deciding not to race at probably one of the newest racing facilities newest and like probably like well-designed architecturally racing facilities in, in the united states yeah and you know they're i i think they've been approached to, to be purchased by some local interests, but um, it I don't think that Churchill will sell um, will sell to anybody who wants to keep the uh, track intact because they are afraid that it's going to infringe on their precious casino that they just bought Rivers. Um, they were also going to install uh, sports betting at uh, Arlington, uh, but they decided that the uh, casino was going to be enough for them. So. Um, they are also so recently when um, the the uh, horse racing bill for like gaming passed earlier this year, um, there also were a couple of casino licenses that they were were going to be awarded, just straight casino licenses. And it seems that uh, Churchill Downs has a applied for a casino license in the north side of Chicago. So 
it sounds like they're interested in taking the people of Illinois' money. Um, they are just not interested in giving any of it to the horsemen of Illinois, which is um, just, just a shame. Yeah, it's just a shame. Um, you know, the I don't know what's going to happen. Um, pretty much everybody thinks that it's going to shut down. Um, but if you read the statement given, um, it sounds like this is a huge power play because I think at the very end they said, yeah, unless the state of Illinois changes the deal somehow, we're out of here. So I don't know. I mean, maybe the state of Illinois changes the deal and less of the, the big hang up is how much money from gaming has to go into the purse accounts. Um, and uh, Churchill Down says that they can't make any money because too much money is getting fed into the purse accounts. So my guess is if that percentage gets changed somehow or they can keep some extra percentage of the um, sports betting or, or what have you, uh, I'm guessing that um, they might uh, they might stick around. But, yeah, it's just not looking good. Um, it, it's just really interesting because I don't know what's going to happen. You know, they have a huge OTB presence, but like, are they going to still be able to run OTBs if they don't have a track? I have no idea. I was going to, I was going to ask if that leaves your, your live horse wagering options to either Hawthorne or, or an OTB, but it makes sense that they own the OTBs too. One of the times uh, OTB it down in, um, down in uh, New Orleans um, was at a, it was like a twin spires run fairgrounds otb yeah and actually like i said the otbs by me um they're both uh they're both arlington they're both nice um you know one of them is a restaurant um it's a very nice restaurant it's got like those nice like you know 12 dollar, 15 dollar cocktails that are all fancy like you would get in the city like i mean it's a really really nice restaurant and it's got an otb in there and it's like the nicest otb i've ever seen um and uh we also have uh this uh this bar uh where i play volleyball is got an otb and uh it's, it's fairly nice um and they they just what's nice is the bar just has the walk-up machines you know so it's like you can sit anywhere in this huge bar um and you can just you know do the self-serve machines and stuff so it's nice um but uh hawthorne also owns a bunch of otbs they're just not the ones out here close to me um because Hawthorne's more of like a South Side, like Cicero kind of yeah. area, right? Yeah, but I mean, like they have they have an OTB that's maybe like twenty minutes from me, uh, maybe yeah, twenty minutes from me. Um, it's probably equidistance now that I think about it. Um, it's just the other ones are like more in the direction I normally head. Um, so uh, yeah, I, it's just yeah, it's just a shame what's happening. Um, you know, it. I, I feel like I I got it on the tail end of uh, horse racing Illinois. Um, I mean, God bless Hawthorne. Um, you know, they've, you know, when Arlington didn't open, uh, you know, a Hawthorne housed all the horses that normally would have switched over to Arlington. Um, they kept their backside open. Um, you know, they did a lot. Um, so I don't, it's not the end. I mean, I we'll see what happens with Hawthorne. Uh, it could use a new coat of paint. Um, but, uh, you know, that, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's easy to get to, you know, it's large enough to have, you know, a ton of people there. So 
we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they end up doing. You know, they're going full steam ahead with the casino and everything. And uh, from what I hear, construction's going well. Uh, they didn't run a thoroughbred meet earlier this um, uh, spring because of the construction. Um, but uh, but yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see what ends up happening with that. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Hawthorne tries to run thoroughbreds like all year round now or if they're gonna still well they'll have to still run harness because they're the only harness track in chicago now too um with uh the closing of maywood park which uh, a lot of people like when they passed that gaming bill you know they literally had just destroyed maywood park and they're just like wow it's like you like if maywood could have made it another year or two you know they they might have uh they might have made it um and it's the same thing you know a lot of people have um real fun memories of there um i know uh uh, i was gonna call him mr middle move but i i think he doesn't go by that anymore but uh but our friend brian uh bd horse player on twitter um he uh i think it was either balmoral which is another defunct illinois uh harness track or um maywood he used to spend a ton of time at um so uh yeah it's just like you know times are uh times are tough here in uh in illinois for horse racing you know, it's 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 like, as fans of the sport, it, it's literally like pick your evil amp- empire to hate these days. Like you, I, I'm sure people, some people hate Stronach more than they hate CDI, um, and I'm sure people there are other people that hate Churchill Downs uh, and twin, you know, twin the Twin Spires more than they hate hate the Stronachs. But it's um, it's unfortunate that these two groups that are just by most accounts kind of detestable uh managed to uh to to have all this capital and and snap up places and and do shit like this and you know you know from a business standpoint i guess maybe maybe they're saying that they they don't see much of a future in horse racing and that fucking sucks um because you know it always seems like the big move is either towards you know gaming or or towards development and um i for one say fuck that and uh i feel like uh if you're listening to this podcast you probably also say fuck that yeah and like listen all right in our discord in you know our our small hill like little community we have we have plenty of finance guys right guys who are stock market gurus who play the stock market look at i understand all right I am sure that 100% this all makes like super, like super great business sense. Um, and this is probably, this, this might be the right move. This probably is the right move. Like, like long-term, like there, there probably isn't a lot of money in actually owning a, owning a racetrack that only has, you know, one and a half big days a year. Um, but, um, you know, sometimes the right move is the shitty move though. Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, horse racing in general isn't it isn't it like the only like if you think about it the only people who make money are the adws like 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 just think about it right the only like how many times do you hear people talk and being like man the owners just get screwed you have to spend all this money on these expensive horses and how many of them pan out right for how for however many you know seven hundred fifty thousand dollar million dollar purchases there are how many of them earn that back right how many earn them back in breeding how like 
all right um then you get the uh the trainer right the purses keep going down the purses go down how the heck is a trainer going to make make any money you know and like yeah like you have the chad browns and todd pletchers you have these super trainers but what about the the mid-level guys i mean look at uh look at kieran right kieran had to get out of the game because he's like it's just i can't make any money he's like i'm you know i i'm too old like it, it just it just doesn't make or he's not old but i think he's sick right he's got like some kind of degenerative disease um and he's just like it just doesn't make sense for me to do it right um look at the horse player you know we constantly have to fight higher takeout i mean as much as i love colonial downs I mean, all of a sudden, Colonial Downs is like, hey, you remember that 12% pick five that everyone liked last year? Yeah, it's up to 22% now. Hey, all of the other pick takeouts, up 2%. And it's just like, you know, like we're getting screwed here too. I mean, every person, everyone's getting screwed, right? But the ADWs, you know, they keep raking in the cash. I mean, that that's the whole thing. Why, why like CDI has 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 brought all their points through and has been nothing like if nothing you know they've told you the whole way that they were only going to do stuff if it made business sense and to them hey we're giving too much money to the horsemen like we're out i mean the fucking illinois horsemen did, did not fucking like that um but uh you know i i i, I hate to sound like racing horse racing apocalyptic here but am i the only one that gets the impression that as soon as you get like mass legalization of sports betting through these ADW companies that you know you'll you'll end up with just a couple handful of tracks left in left in America I mean I'm gonna be honest with you I wouldn't be surprised if you end up with Naira California, which I know, I know people are like, oh yeah, like California's gonna sell. Dude, Stronic is way too big. They're not gonna let all their California tracks fail. All right, so California is still gonna stick around. And with Stronic, obviously California. If you're talking California, you gotta talk um, Florida. Um, and then you got Churchill in Kentucky, and and you know we have Louisiana. You know, Fairgrounds still does fairly well, and you know we'll see how those other. Um, how the other fringe tracks do but like you're gonna have those uh those four states i think stick around the longest and then you're gonna have a couple of stragglers i could see the hawthorne hawthorne sticking around as long as the carries uh want and that's the family who owns it um as long as they they want to keep pouring money into it and uh doing doing as right as they can by the horsemen um oaklawn you know yeah. oaklawn i think is you know the probably uh, the i was about child. to about to throw an emphatic oak lawn at you because he, yeah yeah we're it it would take it would take a small armed revolution i think to to close to close oak lawn um you know that and it being owned by individuals and not like a corporation though working in partnership with the corporation like it certainly certainly helps um but i mean arkansans they, they love oak lawn it seems it seems like uh, it's either going to be like the main circuits, like you said, and then just like a handful of like boutique kind of tracks. Yeah, because like, like uh, let's start talking. I mean, like outside, like the the one up and coming section. Um, and I know, I know, I love to bet this, uh, bet these tracks. Um, I know our friend Caleb uh, loves to bet them as well. Um, Texas has actually turned it around. 
I, I don't know how because they got some fucked up ADW laws and stuff, but they, you know, with uh, Lone Star running during the week has been a good product to bet. Um, with uh, Sam Houston running at night has been a great product to bet. Um, and, and especially those- with the incredibly low takeouts too. I mean, you're you're they're getting a cut a cut of that ADW money. So I mean, that's that's definitely helping, even though they don't have the ADWs in Texas. Um, and which I mean, even if you, I mean, if you're ever in the Dallas Fort Worth area, like it's a trek to get out to Grand Prairie to get to get to Lone Star. I don't know what it's like in Sam Houston. I don't know. It's uh, it's weird that they're successful with like how inaccessible they feel. Yeah, and then you have uh, you you have like your your other casino owned tracks. You know, like your Harrah's. Um, I know Harrah's owns a bunch, uh, which is uh, um, Caesars, yeah. which just got bought out by El Dorado. You know, so who knows what's going to happen there? I know uh, one of the big things was you know the Indiana horsemen were very upset that El Dorado was coming in. Because they finally felt like Indiana Grand and Hoosier Park and um, oh, are those those are the two big Indiana tracks, right? Yeah, um, both of them, you know, are finally are turned it around and are starting to do really well. Indiana Grand is is great product, fun to bet, and uh, now there's they're wondering like what's going to happen, you know? So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, it it just sucks. It's kind of a gut punch. Um, you know, my my backup ADW is Twin Spires. Uh, my go-to handicapping product is I, s- I smells a boycott. I and smells it. Yeah, it's just like it just doesn't feel right. You know, I mean, I've been dabbling the past couple of weeks with um, uh, time form and uh, going back and forth, and I, I think I'm starting to kind of get get the uh, ins and outs of using time form. So. Um, this this might be the time to make the switch. I sounds mean, like sounds like it's time for a wholesale sauce. Yeah, I mean, I I'm only I mainly play on Niver bets anyways, so um, it's not really a big deal to me. Um, TVG or DR or uh, yeah, TVG is a fine backup ADW. They carry the same tracks, and you know they have uh, you know they have good uh, they'll have good promos like the money back specials and stuff. So sometimes if like. Uh, I know they used to do it with Lone Star all the time, which was which was my favorite because I just toss like I would just toss like twenty five bucks in there, and I would just bet five dollars to win, and just like trying to spike prices all night. So um, they they have to do those promos to make up for what's probably the worst rebate um, in in the ADW in- industry. Yeah, I mean, you know, with uh, with Naira, you know, I only get two percent, but. Um, we'll see. I know uh, AM Wager um, has been, I think, looking to try to get into Illinois. Um, so hopefully uh, our pals at AM Wager will be able to bail me out. AM Wager. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, we am wagering. <laughs> I just uh, I guess I just kind of wanted to get a little bit of that off my chest because I know. Uh, um, I like today, I want to say like six or seven different people message me and are like, Hey, did you see this? I'm like, yes, motherfucker. I saw this. Come on. So yeah, I have it's brute kind of, force it's Google kind of alert set for, set for the word Arlington. Yeah, it was just tough, man. But, uh, but yeah, now that I got that off my chest, uh, what's up with, Oh, actually before, uh, before we move on, I do want to shout out two people 
one i have to shout out uh keep pounding because uh apparently uh i shouted him out uh earlier today uh and he ended up hitting i think i think he won the the hundred dollar uh winner takes all tournament that uh shoe kind of put together randomly so um the power of the shout out so hopefully he has a, a good rest of the week big um, huge shout out to keep pounding and uh Mr. Arlington, uh, if you don't know who Mr. Arlington is, um, uh, his name is Vince. Um, he used to work at Arlington and he was, uh, well, he still does work, but, uh, he used to work at Arlington as a, um, not an usher. He was like, uh, he worked at Arlington university. Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess I saw them at Saratoga. I've only been to Saratoga and, uh, and Arlington. So, um, I don't know if Oak Lawn has these where it's like people who like teach new players how to bet. There's like little kiosks and stuff that you can like walk up and talk to them and they'll give you picks and stuff like that. Um, I, I think they're, they're occasional seminars. We, we've got some, some pretty well-known touts. Um, one of them being um, Dick Stoffer. He's, he is one of them. I mean, he, he does his, his, uh, his tout show, but he doesn't really teach you how to bet or anything. Uh, these, these tout sheets kind of have some of that structure to it. And one of them is uh, silent Sam. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Most of these people's actual, actual names, but you have silent Sam and then you've also got a uh, Mark the magician, but there's not like a, a, a help desk or anything out there. It's like, you got to pay like five bucks for that sheet. Yeah. Yeah. So there, yeah, it's just a desk you can walk up to. And they'll like teach you how to bet. They'll teach you what all the wagers do. Then they just like they're just staffed. There's like four or five of them throughout the track, and they're just staffed twenty four or not twenty four seven, but they're staffed um, throughout the entire day. And uh, so Vince used to be one of those guys. So anytime I'd go to Arlington, he'd be like, "Hey, I'm I'm at this desk. I'm at this desk." And so we would just sit there and chat for a while. Um, well, apparently, I, I guess they didn't bring back Noel Michaels at Arlington, and sure enough, there's our boy Vince giving. Uh, on uh on screen uh and given his uh given his picks um so shout out to uh to vince uh mr arlington um, big shout out to mr arlington you know i glad uh glad to see uh i mean i think he's got to be like 24 25 he's he's young so it's great to see you know some young blood um on the simulcast feeds and you know um it's uh hopefully uh hopefully that continues and he's able to um you know, he's able to, to work there for many years. So the question, um, the, the main question though, is, you know, if he's, he's a, you know, paddock reporter kind of guy now, how he's pretty easy on the eyes, right? Oh, absolutely not. Alyssa, Alyssa Lee, maybe, but uh, I don't know about Vince. Well, that's not, that sounds ominous for him, but I wish him the best. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I just wanted to get that stuff off my chest. Well, Give a couple shout outs. What what do you got? You you missed uh you missed a uh, number one fan of the show, uh Ratchet Rachel. Uh big shout out to Ratchet Rachel. <laughs> Ratchet Rachel. Oh my god. Glad to have you. That your, was just so funny. You and your tan um supporting us, um, however authentic or inauthentic it may be. Like she just seems like the kind of person who owns that nickname too, you know. Oh yeah. I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing like a like a front license plate with like a you know sorority letters and then just like ratchet Rachel airbrushed on it. Goodness gracious. Um anyways, what uh, what do you got coming up this weekend? Oh, Saratoga. Saratoga, Saratoga, Saratoga. I'm 
I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing, uh, doing my sheets for the, for the old site, just pick winners.net. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm only doing one track and I'm really focused in on it and I've absolutely loved tomorrow's card. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. going to do gonna, you know, already got it capped pretty much for the entire day. So, uh, for Saturday. And so going to give myself some very, very, uh, well, you know, very much needed. And as I feel very well earned, uh, R and R and just kind of enjoy, uh, Saratoga being on, um, because it just feels like the little bit of normalcy I need right now. Nice. Yeah. Um, I did see that you and Mark did do a, a Saratoga daily. So that's, uh, it's we're recording this on Friday night. Uh, I'm going to try and get this out tonight, but, uh, it might not be out till Saturday morning. So, um, if you, if you listen to a Saturday morning, check that out. Um, yeah, and, we've uh, put, put together some, uh, some exotic plays, some verticals for the, uh, for the big stakes races for, for Saratoga tomorrow, which, uh, you know, when usually whenever we're all together with the, the, on the wrong leadles, we only really talk horizontal. So it's been really nice doing these Saratoga daily, um, uh, additions where, uh, you know, you can, you can talk, uh, more than, more than horizontal. Um, you can, you can kind of start talking about how, how you would approach these races and bet them vertically. Yeah. And then, um, I have, I gotta, I gotta take a look tonight, but I'm going to go ahead and I I'll be doing the, um, the Twitter contest again, the, um, daily gallop head to head, which I'm your biggest fan and supporter in. May I add? Dude. So last week was Del Mar and I think I might have made $9 in like 10 races and that's a win play show. It was awful. Brian, I think I, I was feeling particularly surly and fi- flipped you some shit about how badly Brian beat you. And uh, I feel like uh, you were my enemy for at least three days. And the funny thing is, is that Brian didn't even do well. Like he like, I think Brian ended up with like 60 bucks. I was just, it was just a mess. I was just like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I was, I don't even think I was chasing too many prices. I just didn't, was not seeing the ball well last week. So, um, At, but I mean the week before I literally like ever fasted you into the, into the winner circle. Like I, I talked so much shit on Twitter. Like I told this guy you were playing that all he had to do was just like, Wake make up. it to the, make it to the game on time basically and you like pulled it out with like a last minute win with horologist and i was like well <laughs> he just won that because i pushed him to succeed yeah yeah i need more horologists in my life need more of those unless uh i don't even remember who i was who uh, the big races max security i think maximum security was the only like race i got right last week it was pretty bad yeah, it's um, you just need you just need more uh, New Jersey racing in your life, even though people from New Jersey steal things. <laughs> All right, man. So I think that's going to do it for us here. Um, so where can uh, where can people find you at uh, Chase? Uh, I am on Twitter at of Oaklawn. Uh, I'm also, uh, have my website where I'm, I'm selling my, uh, my tips, uh, my tip sheets, uh, at, uh, just We've also got a couple of other great handicappers there. So we've got a, a good selection of tracks and, uh, I'm always around on discord, uh, sometimes just talking to myself because no one else is awake. 
Yeah, and uh, you can catch me at Cherry Drink. Um, check out our website at uh, ontherunglead.com. Um, our Twitter handles at wrong underscore lead, youtube.com slash on the wrong lead. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll have a, you know, if you listen to our opening, we have our, uh, our promo with um, AM Wager. Uh, there'll be a link. AM there. Wager. There'll be a link in the uh, podcast notes. So uh, we'll catch you guys later. <laughs>